0: You're listening to the No Reservations Podcast with Carlos, Kelly, and Brown.
1: Has to put it up for the buzzer. Banks it in. Oh, he banks in the
0: three. You ain't got the answers,
1: man. You ain't got
0: the answers. Anything's possible.
1: I'm just here, so I won't get fined
0: goes Chavez back near the wall, leaping, and he made the catch! He took a home run away from Rome! And the name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back! You hear Nicki Minaj spin? Nicki Minaj wrote it. Screen, Hoji will defend. Oh! LeBron changed with no regard for human life!
1: Kelly, you know I was very competitive growing up.
0: Yes, I know this very well.
1: Remember we played the Wii? That year. I think my mother came from Charlotte. Everyone was over. We opened the Wii because I brought them a Wii.
0: The sad thing is, we were already grown.
1: <laughs> we cracked open the Wii and we played the tennis, the boxing, the bowling. We had a lot of fun. We played the baseball. It got serious, it got real. I remember you beat me after everybody left, and I said, never again. <laughs> and then next time, next time around, when I played you,
0: you dominated me.
1: I would make sure that you felt you d- it.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't even let me get a hit.
1: Yeah. It was like 7 or 6 nothing or something like that. It was only 3-8 <laughs> games. It was a lot of fun.
0: What, what they do? They used to make you... Mercy rule, right?
1: Mercy rule. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't consider me and you a rival. I actually have rivalries with friends I grew up with. I know you had some as well, too.
0: Yeah, when I went to school, it actually made me a better student having a rivalry. Yeah? Yeah, I still didn't...
1: Do you remember her name or his name?
0: Yes, it was Carly. Her name was Carly. She was just... I mean, not in athletics or anything, but just in the books. And she, and she was just like a know-it-all to me. Mm. And we're cool now. I mean, she doesn't live around the area. But back then, she really brought out the best of me in terms of my academics. I wish that I could have went to school with her for the rest of my life. Because who knows? I'd probably be the president right now. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> you meet a the president of the United States. There <laughs> That's you go. Right. Oh, you know what? Competition brings out the best in all of us. It should bring out the best in all of us. We're at our best as individuals when we are competing. I truly believe that. We find that extra gear that sometimes we're missing in life day to day. There's nothing like competition to me. It's actually a beautiful thing because when we wake up in the morning and we have our plans for the day, things never go according to plan. You want to wake up. You want to go to the grocery store. You want to get a haircut. You want to get your hair done. You want to hang out with your friends. You want to clean your house. You want to conquer the world. Your plans don't go the way that you anticipate them going. And there's always a monkey wrench thrown in there. You get thrown off.
0: Yeah, like Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Well, wow. Huge monkey wrench into a Knicks fan's dreams.
1: You know, fans make rivalries, though. Sometimes the fans care more than some of the players do. The I professional think the athletes.
0: fans do care more. The Bulls-Knicks rivalry growing up, it was such a heated one in our era. And, you know, me being a Knicks fan, I hated the Bulls. And even more so, I hated the Bulls fans.
1: Because they were good.
0: The fans weren't. I mean, they just were riding, just dealing with the arrogance. But
1: they were Chicago Bulls fans, though.
0: Yeah, and living in New York is BS. Michael Jordan fans, where are they now? Where are they now? Where are these fans now?
1: They are rooting for Derek Rose. What team do you root for right now? They're rooting for Derek Rose.
0: A former Chicago Bulls fan. Let's not get personal. (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: Let's not get personal. The New York. Knicks I'm a true and,
0: fan. New York's fan. New York Knicks fans are true fans.
1: You know what? You're talking about people jumping on bandwagon. Your mother.
0: Yeah, she. Yeah, she's horrible.
1: I remember the amount of energy that she was putting out during the conversation. I've never seen. Yeah, it's you would almost, think that she
0: was a real Knicks fan?
1: It's almost inhuman. I remember right before the playoffs started. You know, I went. I think I went to the house to visit you. She opened the door. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Yeah, boy, the Knicks are in there this year. The Chicago ain't taking nothing. Knicks are in there. We get John Starks and Pat Riley and them boys they ain't letting nobody win. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they got it. You must be crazy if you think Chicago <laughs> is gonna win. I remember that, and I used to love it though. I used yeah, to love her telling you, you me you that. on
0: the other side of it. Oh, I used you're, to you're love winning.
1: it. It meant that much more at that time. In Chicago. I was a big Scottie Pippen fan growing up. Love Scottie Pippen, but I rooted for Chicago. Yes, I did your mother at the at that time before she jumped yeah. before she abandoned the ship
0: yeah she's a Miami slash Cleveland Cavaliers fan right now
1: she <laughs> was I would have thought she was the biggest New York Knicks fan other than Spike Lee the way she talked about them and she she let me have every time she saw me yeah boy they got that this year <laughs> you must be crazy if I'm you th- think Chicago's gonna win this year
0: yeah, I used to cry when the Knicks would lose, man. I mean, I'm just happy I didn't have to deal with like Indiana Pacer fans also, you know, it was just the Bulls.
1: That was before real life happened though, when we started to get our <laughs> own lives and stuff. When our teams meant everything to us. They did us. mean everything. I think some Especially terms, with
0: me. I was a sore loser.
1: Me too. I'm I was grown. I was hurt too. I mean, I wouldn't even I don't co- think
0: you've grown though.
1: Would you call <laughs> Would you call the Bulls and Knicks a real rivalry though?
0: Because um in it, terms of
1: They never beat I Jordan.
0: No but you know what? Nobody was beating Jordan. Nobody So was how was it a rivalry? I don't know. It just was the highlight of the NBA basketball season. I don't think there was a rivalry that was greater than that at that time.
1: Basketball, if you're talking about rivalries, bird and magic that's individually. That's
0: true, but that's before my time, you know.
1: But they, but they had a rivalry, which is well documented. They went to the NBA finals multiple mm-hmm. times against each other. Sometimes mm-hmm. L.A. won the title. Sometimes Boston yeah, won. Yeah, that's
0: a true rivalry, I guess, in terms of you just base it off of wins.
1: If you just consistently put the smackdown on one team, you can't call it a rivalry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah <we laughs> you know what?
1: But that's what yeah, happened.
0: That's true. And
1: don't take it personal.
0: I do take it personal, but I'm not going to allow myself to go back 91, there. 91. Know? I'm not going to allow myself to go back there.
1: 93. So,
0: right. You know, maybe if we'd have got Patrick Ewing some damn help, it wouldn't have been this type of situation. We could have won. You know, and then maybe if O.J didn't steal the, the white bronco maybe the knicks could have won game six so
1: now we're blaming <laughs> now we're blaming <laughs> it's only I-
0: somebody else's fault besides the Knicks. so
1: how's oj factor into the knicks not because winning the title it took
0: them off for of their game you know how did
1: they know what was going on they didn't know what was going on there was no social media at that time it
0: doesn't matter it was there i blame oj maybe if you know uh
1: on the run no how they, does I'm that just
0: me, as a fan, every, it was everybody's fault, but my team's I'm fault I'm offended that you put OJ fan. into this, though. It doesn't matter. As, as a fan, it was every—and I think that's how fans are. Mm. You know, as I've gotten older, I've changed my perspective. But back then, it was everybody's fault, but the Knicks' fault for their losing. It was everybody else's fault. It wasn't that the Knicks weren't good enough. It was because everybody else's bad vibes— But that's a true fan, though.
1: That's part. That's, yeah, and I've
0: changed up a lot.
1: You know what? Fans are delusional.
0: We are. We are. Del- Fans that's are delusional. that's exa- that's true. what well, I don't I, know. Well, your basketball teams have won. Your well, baseball team. Your football team. James.
1: Without without getting personal, my football team has not won in my lifetime. Yes. My baseball team <laughs> has not won since I have become a fan. My basketball teams have that's had true. some success. That's true. I've only like two teams in my lifetime. Yeah,
0: only the Bulls and then the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, Kobe Bryant in their primes.
1: Kobe Bryant And their
0: prime. I like Kobe Bryant too.
1: Anyone that knows me, and I'll mention this again, they know I love Kobe Bryant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. To the very end and he's pretty much close to the end (laughs) so i've enjoyed success there that's true i i
0: did did get to enjoy a little bit through kobe bryant but it's not the same it's not like if the knicks were to win
1: now are you the type of fan kelly where if you have an opportunity to win your team to win a championship you would trade something personal in your life like you would say man i would do community service for the next year if the Knicks can bring I home would. a championship, that, this year, that would be
0: nothing for the Knicks to win. I think I would cry if the Knicks were to win a championship.
1: I would probably cry for you. There you go. Because it's not going to happen. <laughs> not anytime soon.
0: You know what? And I, don't, I hate to use the the phrase like, "Oh, I just hope they win before I die," because you know I don't want them to win next year. Then I die. Yeah. You know but that'd be terrible. I, I would. Man, if the Knicks were to win a championship, it would be so huge.
1: Our listeners would be sad.
0: I want the Jets to win, and that would be really, really sweet. But if I could see the Knicks win because I've been a fan of theirs for so long, it would be an amazing feeling for me.
1: So which one would you want more, the Knicks or the the Jets? It would be the Knicks. It would be the Knicks. It would be the Knicks.
0: Only because it's just been, and I know the Jets have been longer, but it's just, New York is supposed to be the mecca of basketball, and we just haven't proven it.
1: The All-Star Game was the mecca. I mean, we all, I think individually, whether we want to admit it or not, we've all had some type of personal rivalry. It could be with a friend. It could be with a foe. It could be with a family member. There's always some type of rivalry. Both sides don't always necessarily have to know it, um, but you it's know true. it. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember also growing up playing Monopoly, and you remember this? I love Monopoly to death. Monopoly is my game, and anytime somebody brings up Monopoly, they say Monopoly. I'm ready to go and play and sacrifice whatever I'm doing in my life. I Before know you I,
0: brought milk home for your baby girl.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that's what I would do.
0: You're a sick man, Brown.
1: I wouldn't <laughs> say sick, but that's how I feel about Monopoly and. My competitive nature will just it's kick in to and take over. It's going to be
0: so sweet. You know, it's going to be so sweet if I could beat you in Monopoly.
1: It would be. You know, huh? I'm going
0: to actually uh, I'm gonna look into that.
1: That's the beauty of it. I would
0: love to crush you.
1: Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've completed over, I don't know, about 300 Monopoly games in my lifetime. That gives you an idea of how many games I've played. Um, diff- throughout the course of my life now, I've been playing a game for what, like over 20 years. But there have been times where I've played against people at barbecues, at picnics, and their goal wasn't so they can win. Their goal was so I wouldn't win.
0: The next barbecue that you have, I'm going to actually get a crew of people. And our main goal is to just make sure that you don't win. And if you can beat the three it,
1: of us. If, if, if it's going to be like that to freeze me
0: out. That's right. Nothing wrong with I've that. Then I've
1: already won, Kelly. <laughs> then I've already won.
0: If you love something and you're passionate about it, it just makes it that much better. Jets versus Patriots is an amazing rivalry for me, even though Lamont does not consider it. Jets that. and Patriots? Yeah. Bec- it's an amazing fan rivalry. It's an amazing fan rivalry. To me, that is the biggest—I don't really have a fan rivalry in terms of, like, being a fan of the Knicks because nobody takes the Knicks seriously. All right,
1: so in the last six years, how many times have the Jets beat the Pats? Now, they played that one time in the playoffs.
0: That's, that, was the mo- that was the most important one. That
1: was, to me, the highlight of Rex Ryan's career. We split
0: it—we we lost both games last season. But they were very close games.
1: Horseshoes and hand grenades. The,
0: you know, but they were—I mean, but the Jets— Weren't considered to be in the Patriots' class.
1: They got a Constellation Trophy. They're not in that class.
0: Yeah, we weren't. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie about it. We weren't.
1: They lost a the football game. But there's
0: nothing sweeter than the Jets beating the Patriots. I mean, we could win two games, but if those two games were us beating the Patriots, it would be so sweet. Yeah, well, it would then, be so sweet. I don't sweet.
1: think it mattered last year. I don't know why I the want Jets didn't win any games. Last I, don't year. I, don't year. I don't know why they actually won any games. Why last year. would Jets fans consider the Patriots their rival, though? Just, it's
0: not just like arrogant. Tom Brady says he hated the Jets. So I mean, that's it. It's on. Tom Brady says he hates the Jets. We hate you too, Tom Brady. That's... We hate you and your perfect little life. So if your perfect haircut and your and your cute Uggs, we hate you, Tom Brady. So if
1: Tom Brady never said that, they wouldn't be rivals. Nah, it
0: still would be a rivalry, but that just makes it even sweeter. It was
1: Rex Ryan to me that drove that whole rivalry. Rex
0: Ryan did, and he he did something for the Jets fans that we can't replace. You know, I know he's with Buffalo now, but what he did for us is just he just reignited us. He did. We've always been pretty good. You know, the Jets have always been pretty good. We just haven't been great. We haven't been that team. But we've always been pretty good.
1: Rex was great.
0: And what Rex did for us is amazing.
1: His sound bites. We ain't going
0: to kiss their rings. And you know, that's how Jets fans live our lives.
1: They were really good. Um, Rex Ryan was a big part of rivalry, if you want to call it that. Because before him, I don't think there was a Pats-Jets rivalry.
0: Yeah, You know what? It's not as intense as it is now. It also could be due to social media. Social media actually ignites a firestorm with people also.
1: What the Patriots always say about the Jets is that they give them a tough time. The Giants and Patriots are a bigger rivalry?
0: The Patriots are a better team, but I think when it comes to the playoffs, the Giants are just that team.
1: If you ask New England who's a bigger rival to you?
0: Well, they would probably hate the Giants more.
1: They would say the Giants.
0: You know, you know what? They have respect for the Giants, so I think that's a difference. I think that they don't have any respect for the Jets or the Jets fans, so that's what makes it bitter. It's more of a bitterness when it comes to the Jets versus New England than, than like the Giants versus New England. The, New England has to respect the Giants. They
1: have that kryptonite.
0: Yeah, they have to respect the Giants. No matter what they say or do, they have to respect them because they took them out twice. I mean, Tom Brady basically laughed at the Giants, like, you know? And they still went out there and took that championship. They get a lot of respect for that, but...
1: A-Rod, Derek Jeter.
0: Yeah, well, A-Rod started that, you know? Derek Jeter thought A-Rod was his friend.
1: Didn't I say best friends become enemies?
0: The jealous friends. When, when it, you can't be best friends with a person who's jealous of you.
1: Well, they were good friends, right? Yeah, they were. Did they go out, you know, double date together?
0: They used, I heard they were really good friends. But I, I also heard that their relationship changed when uh, A-Rod did that article, you know, where he said that Derek Gita basically had no pressure. He had nothing, no worries. Mm. He just go out there and play. And maybe it was true, mm. but, you know, you don't say that about your friend.
1: How was that derogatory anyway? It was,
0: anyway? was low blows. He doesn't
1: feel any pressure or he has no pressure?
0: It was around that angle, I was trying to say.
1: It's so funny with that whole rivalry. You can't even call it a rivalry because everybody picks one side. That's right. Everybody picks one side. How can you go against (laughs) Dirk Eater? Kobe and Shaq, though, that was a rivalry. Yes. The Kobe-Shaq thing is still talked about to this day. The only reason why it's talked about at that level because it's unique. We had never seen teammates with that type of star power be divided and still be successful at the same time. Like, there was a division... Great coaching. Yeah, Phil doesn't get enough credit. Maybe they should have given him They give Ryan. Phil
0: no credit for that, but just keeping those egos in check that in was... order to win, he just couldn't do it anymore, I think, after a while.
1: And I like Shaq.
0: Shaq, I mean, everybody likes Shaq. I've
1: always liked Shaq. And that rivalry...
0: It was all Kobe's fault back then.
1: It was all Kobe's fault.
0: I mean, but I don't think it was all Kobe's fault, but people made it seem as if it was all Kobe's fault.
1: But what was the problem when they were playing together? Because they were still winning. The beef was whose team it was?
0: Kobe probably just got tired of people thinking he was just there along for the ride. I mean, I hear everybody say, you know, man, well, if Trace McGrady were there or if uh, somebody else was there or if this one was there. like Penny,
1: Oh, Penny Hardaway. What if Penny yeah. Hardaway was there?
0: They, people make it seem just, as, just, as if Kobe could be replaced. Anybody well, could have been Well, with well, well we're, we're looking at running.
1: that now. We know the truth now. But back then, we probably didn't. When this kid was drafted 13th.
0: They didn't know that.
1: They didn't know he was going to be the third leading scorer of all time. We didn't know that.
0: I mean, when I hear some of Kobe's gripes now, in terms of Shaq's work ethic, maybe that. Well, of he difficulty.
1: had always mentioned that, but I think we didn't look at How it at the, the same way. How can he be the leader of the team
0: when he doesn't even have work ethic?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he doesn't care, he just shows up.
1: But Shaq's argument is like, listen, I'll take care of you. Know, you pass me the ball. But I'll guard your dominance
0: the house. your dominance fades over time, yes, so it that's it does. why keeping yourself conditioned is important. And maybe Kobe could see that. Maybe he could. That one two punch, though. That was amazing. That I don't one know two, two, two punch. That one two punch. That's Shaq. actually a good conversation for another day.
1: Yeah, it is. It Best is. Best
0: one two combinations.
1: But you know what was nice? Having a big man like that just bully
0: yeah.
1: the guys down low. He would get the ball and literally just bully you. Because when he came into the league, he was a big guy, but then he just put on all of that weight and that muscle mm-hmm. and he would intimidate.
0: Shaq was amazing.
1: Shaq would say, you know what Shaq says now? Nah, barbecue chicken.
0: I didn't know that
1: That's what he says now He (laughs) says You know If this this guy was guarding me It'd be barbecue chicken And that that was his thing And his mentality was great So he had that Killer mentality For a big man He had that instinct like Okay I got Eric Matras guarding me I'm gonna give him 40 And and put a Greg Oster tag Greg Oster tag (laughs) And that's great And I was great for the game But without getting Too far off the topic Kobe didn't help With the case No he didn't He was young though Saying what he said About Shaq That didn't help That didn't win him A lot of fans and that's why he became the villain. Yeah. Um, mostly because of that.
0: And thank God for LeBron James.
1: Maybe there was a Kobe-LeBron manufacturer rivalry we all love because of the puppets. I, I
0: can't, yeah. But that never really came to fruition. So, I mean.
1: You know, I'm talking about like heated, that, like back and I forth, that was, argumentative rivalries that we get into okay. in hip hop. There was like. We all believe Jay-Z and Nas was a legit rival. We don't know mm-hmm. if that was manufactured or not. But that was like heated. Yeah. That went on for years. Mm-hmm. You know, who was better? Nas is better because of this. Jay-Z is better because of this. Because he got a better flow. He's a better... No, but Nas is a philosopher. But that type of stuff, that's great for conversation. When you actually find out who comes out on top.
0: That would be Jay-Z because Jay-Z became his boss.
1: Yeah, at that point. I mean, it's but, over. But, <laughs> yeah, he killed it. But Nas won the battle.
0: Jay-Z won the war. When we need that again.
1: Nas dropped that ether. Yeah, we need Jay-Z that. Jay-Z had that takeover. Can you believe he did this guy? And people were like, wow. I mean, he attacked this guy while well. he's like... In retirement? He's in retirement. He attacked <laughs> this guy now?
0: That's And that's why I kind of felt that it was a little fabricated now. But you're right. Back then, no. Back then, I was just all Jay-Z. Nas really benefited from that battle.
1: Yeah, he resurrected him. He did. He resurrected him. He should him.
0: be thanking Jay Z.
1: Speaking of resurrection, Tupac and Biggie.
0: That was a sad battle. Yeah, but was sad that robbery. was
1: that that was a different type of rivalry in a sense it was ha- where it was
0: hate because Tupac felt that. His life, you know, was almost taken due to Biggie.
1: Well, the way that it's portrayed, it, it was hate on one side. But then when somebody, and we all know this as human beings, when somebody despises you so much and you can't th- get through to them or connect with them, you got no choice but to reciprocate the same thing. You have no choice. Yeah, that was the I mean, case I hate for you. Biggie
0: because Biggie said he didn't hate Somebody him.
1: hates me. I'm only gonna do, but so much to try and get them to feel or, or think about things a little differently. And if that's the case, that's the case. Cool. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna attack me in that sense, I'm gonna defend myself. And I'm not gonna. You have to defend yourself. I'm gonna attack you back. You have to. I'm gonna stand up for myself. and attack you back. But that was a different in a sense where that was more instead of um, lyrically, that was probably more real life, personal stuff that happened. Real life. And yeah. who who knows the truth? I mean, there's we so many the rumors truth. and stuff out there. In terms of what really happened. But Mm -hmm. one thing that I could say about Tupac, man, he made a lot of good music after he passed. He (laughs) did. After he allegedly passed, right? You know, he got an album coming out next (laughs) next month.
0: Tupac was a genius. It's sad that the situation turned out the way it is between those great rappers. I don't know if we'll ever get that type of feeling again.
1: But people chose sides.
0: We did, of course. If you lived on the East Coast, you chose Biggie.
1: Ja Rule, 50 Cent.
0: Ja Rule and then we're on top of the mountain and then 50 Cent came and he just blew it up.
1: Top of the mountain, they were.
0: Ja Rule was Drake. I mean, let's be real. Ja Rule was Drake. The singing, the writing, being on everybody's stuff.
1: I guess you can kind of say that at that time. Yeah, you know what? I'm not a Ja Rule fan. You talk about A-Rod and Jeter, right? Mm-hmm. A-Rod wanted what Derek Jeter had. That's
0: the jealousy part. That's the jealousy That's the jealousy
1: part. He didn't have a game plan on how to get, get there. He mm-hmm. never was able to get 50 Cent there. did. 50 Cent did. 50 Cent knew exactly how he was going to attack that situation and take what he had. He not only took what they had, he pretty much buried them. Yeah, he did. It's like he takes somebody's crown, you smoke them, you bury them in the dirt, not to be heard from and seen again. <laughs> I'm not sure if he sat in a basement or a laboratory and he concocted this whole plan. But that was amazing. And even when you hear Ja Rule and Irv Gaudi in interviews now, after you know somebody dug them up, but it's too late. You hear him in interviews now. They're like, you know, he was genius.
0: Yeah. He was genius. <laughs> you know, you can't. There's nothing can't, more you can say you about know, that. It's
1: just pretty much he was—he—he he got us. He got us and we thought we were untouchable. We had some process stuff going on and he got us at that moment. But that right there, well, <laughs> it would have just fed into 50 cents plan. Oh, my God. Because he, he leveraged all the Imagine tools. Imagine it now. He attacked them in the ways that he knew that they would hurt. Robberies always start and they come to an end.
0: And it's sad. You know, certain robberies are sad when they come to an end, though. Because it's like, what do you look forward to? That's why I think now that like with the emergence of Russell Westbrook and uh, him becoming a star, and he's always a star, but becoming a superstar in his own right, it's going to get interesting between him and KD. It's he's already a superstar. He's, he's a superstar, but is he bigger than KD? I know you said you can't really answer that. I, I don't think he's bigger than KD. But I wonder how that dynamic will shift Katie has always made it known that he needs you Russell. You want me to tell
1: you how? Russell starts getting better commercials. That's part of it. It's Social
0: media is already starting to go in Russell Westbrook's yeah, those, favor. Yeah, but
1: those things make a difference. You see people on TV. Will
0: they be able to stay together? Commercial. Katie has to come back. He can't go out like this. Katie needs but to come But those back.
1: things happen. And then, you know, the other piece is the playoff performance. Your career is defined as an NBA player mm-hmm. in the playoffs. People remember you for your playoff performances. So He loves the game. His legacy is going to be made in this year's playoffs. And then if he does well... I mean, well-meaning that they go to the finals.
0: Now, that'd be interesting. I think it's still KD. You think Russell Westbrook would get that MVP?
1: The only way he, he gets— He shot th-
0: a lot. You know, people don't really talk about it. He's had an amazing streak, but he's been shooting the ball a lot. His percentage is not that great. You know
1: what's amazing about them? I mean, I mean, I would have Sam Presley build my team because— Yeah, look at they, the, they got everybody. Last year's MVP was who? It was KD. Who's a candidate this year? Westbrook is a candidate. And who else? Harden. James um, Harden. Those three guys played on one team— <sighs> Not too long ago. These guys are MVP candidates. Wow. Um, They know how to draft. Yes. (laughs) They definitely have the right scouts in place. I would say Westbrook this year is big for him.
0: Nobody's going to be able to accept Westbrook as a... The guy, as the guy who takes the last shot in the games, as the guy who puts the team on his back. Why not? Because it's KD's team. Because if they don't win, if they fail, Russell Westbrook would never hear the end of it. It would be so much worse for Russell Westbrook than it would ever be for Kevin Durant of OKC's woes. Hey. A lot of opinions. Shaq and Kobe. That's the truth.
1: Shock didn't take the last shot. I don't remember any game when a shot Shaq hit you.
0: If they were to lose and Kobe was the one taking that shot, yep. it'd be all Kobe.
1: Yeah, but that's and that's the reality.
0: That's 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 the truth. And
1: and who took the last shots? It was Kobe. That's why Russell
0: truck. Westbrook reminds me so much of Kobe. And
1: Carlos, he wanted to be here, but unfortunately, he had to work today. It's important. I did say that he to- should have told his uh he should have told his bosses or the powers that be that he was out of the country and because originally he was it's scheduled. It's all
0: about it's all about the money. But originally, he work.
1: He, no, originally he was off, right?
0: <laughs> he was off, but you know
1: he was supposed to be here in the studio He's with us.
0: Family has to take care of.
1: You know I understand some people they get a sniffle
0: and they just can't make it in. Huh? They
1: can't make it to work. Some people have like their rib cage ready to come out of their chest and they, they can still make work. it to work.
0: You're that type of guy.
1: You think so? If I can walk.
0: That's awesome. I'll make it in. That's awesome. You know,
1: I haven't missed a day of work since 2007. Well,
0: I missed one day last year. I did. But I was sick. And my job would rather stay home if we're sick.
1: I I remember you getting sick a few times.
0: Yeah, I actually got a lot better. You know, I I started eating right. So now I don't get sick.
1: Everybody got a different threshold. You know, we all know people that, or worked with people. Let's say even work with people. Slightest thing goes wrong.
0: They're not coming in. They're done. Yeah.
1: But we also know people that are troopers. It doesn't matter what is going on. They're going to figure it out. They have a headache. They got a stomachache. You know. Yeah, but certain situations
0: now, like you're a boss. Do you really want somebody coming into your establishment with the flu?
1: It depends. Now, if it's something that's contagious and is that serious, absolutely not. Exactly. Absolutely not.
0: We don't want to jeopardize the unit. But how
1: often is that? I mean, we have so many days in the year. How often is that going to happen? No, that's
0: true. Well, some people just take advantage.
1: And it's no different with professional athletes, too. That's true. It's no different with them.
0: I mean, look at Derrick Rose. Oof. I like Derrick Rose. You know, I actually researched Derrick Rose, and there's a lot of things about him that I, I do like. I think his situation is more of like a mental situation. I'm not saying he's crazy or anything like that, but I just think mentally he's not as locked in as he used to be as an athlete. I think that injury that he had, that he suffered in that uh, playoff game against Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, that was the first one.
0: Yeah, I think that really messed with him because he was cleared to come back, and he didn't. He, he could have came back for the playoffs and he didn't. He just, you know, he sat out. I think he was.
1: A lot of these things are mental.
0: I think his is mental.
1: A lot is mental. Because look
0: at Russell Westbrook, on the other hand. He plays or whatever. I mean, as soon as he can, he's physically able to get back on the floor, he's he's back out there. But I think if somebody clears you and you're 100% healthy, you need to be out there. No excuses.
1: What about Dwight Howard?
0: No, I wouldn't pick Dwight Howard. And I know what people think.
1: He had back surgery.
0: He's just not the guy for me.
1: Well, I mean, that's an example because he got called out. Because he didn't play. He wasn't willing to play. He got called out by his teammate.
0: If you can walk and if you can run, I don't see why you can't play.
1: Exactly. So Derrick Rose's situation. His he teammates was,
0: are not hard enough on him, I feel. I,
1: I think that was the first time in history where it was put out there in public that a superstar player was cleared to play and didn't play. Right? That never happened.
0: That's why I think it's something mentally there.
1: You know, we we're all excited. We got to see the Chicago Bulls at full strength.
0: I really liked Derrick Rose back then.
1: You're saying did. Well, you don't like him anymore.
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the most recent thing he had is when he made a mention of uh, basically saving his legs for his kid's graduation. I mean, his kid's like, what, four?
1: You know what's so funny? They win a championship. Nobody cares about that stuff.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Winning cures. heals all wounds. It wolves.
0: does. But, you, you know, he has to be out on the floor for them in order for them to win.
1: Maybe he should have saved that until after, like, you know, if he ever won a championship. You're right. Every player is different. Every player and every individual, just like real life, mm-hmm. it is different. People have a different threshold and tolerance for pain have a different mentality, they pay me, but they're not paying me enough to go out here and work yeah. sick um, and, and all of these different things. I just
0: think this NBA, today's NBA is different. What I about, mean, it's just fans pay money to see you.
1: Can you use it as an excuse, though? Can you use injury they as do. an excuse? Tiger Woods, what about him?
0: I think Tiger Woods is really injured. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he allows himself to become the shell of what he's become.
1: Because he's had a bunch of surgeries. His,
0: and his his arrogance, Would I think if he could be out there and he's ready to play, he would play. What about Serena Williams. People get on her a lot yeah. because they feel that, you know, she she is the greatest female tennis player probably, but she could be so much more, and she'll take a lot of time off. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she's injured or not, but she will take a lot of time off from her craft.
1: Rest her body, rest her mind. Yeah,
0: to do what she wants to do. I mean, I don't know if that's what I want and a favorite athlete of mine. I want to see my athlete at their prime anytime I can see them.
1: But now we're being a fan again, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's unfair. We don't look at
1: that. We we Maybe it's unfair for me to question. Especially if you go to a game. If you go to a game, if you go to to any type of game or performance or concert, we don't want to hear that nonsense.
0: I don't. Not when I pay my good, hard-earned dollar on it.
1: We don't want to go to a Kanye West concert.
0: And Kanye can't perform that night? We don't want to go
1: to a Jay-Z, R. Kelly concert.
0: Oh, that happened to me. Oh, that happened to me. I actually was going to that concert. I actually didn't get to see R. Kelly. And I haven't been a fan of his ever since.
1: You didn't get to see the R&B, thug.
0: I did not get to see him. He did not come out. I'm just glad I wasn't there for that Friday night show.
1: Well, he had a situation where oh, he gosh. was attacked, wasn't he? Or he felt he was going to be attacked. Somebody threatened his life.
0: Listen, I can't get into their mind Then it turned me, into Jay-Z
1: and Friends.
0: Yeah, I went yeah.
1: I went to that one. You went to the first one. I,
0: no, no, I went to the Saturday night. I got luck.
1: Sometimes they don't look at it like I that. I mean,
0: listen, listen, I'm not just going to get on LeBron James and Derrick Rose. I mean, look at Greg Popovich. He rests his players all the time, yeah. with no injuries. He actually got in trouble for that.
1: No, they did have injuries. They did have injuries. They did. Yeah, <laughs> so they they had injuries. Had, they had headaches, they migraines. Had, you know, they had bruises. Cramps. Like, they had bruised elbows and <laughs> shoulders BS. and stuff like that. I mean, like this new.
0: I mean, listen. You're getting paid millions of dollars, and who am I? But leave it on the floor. If I leave everything I have at my job, you guys should leave it all on the court, or all in the baseball field, or all of, all on the stage, whatever.
1: Yeah, but if I'm if I'm a head coach, is my responsibility to entertain the fans or to win? Both, yeah, but it has to be a priority. There's always a priority, there's always something has to be put above the other thing. That's where sacrifices come in. Is my goal to entertain the
0: Spurs? I guess it would be just you know, because they do win after
1: that. To think about it, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. has been accused of just being an entertainer, just wanting to show because he can make the money, right? He's a billionaire businessman. It's about business, billionaire business, entertainment, winning mm, didn't seem like that was his priority. Whereas Popovich with the support of the ownership and GM, they'll make sacrifices.
0: It's because San Antonio's so under the radar too. Yeah. I mean, they they're not going to ever catch the same amount of heat, you know, that other teams or other players would catch cuz let's let's be real. Like if another team
1: the rested their superstars?
0: No, I'm I'm just saying if another team were to consistently do that, they would get so burned for that. They wouldn't be able to slide under the radar like that.
1: Well, you have to be in a position to afford to do that. See, he's built up enough clout and cachet to be able to do something like that. They've won
0: championships but, before. But then again, yeah, you're right. But that's the coach's decision. So I guess a little bit different than a player yeah. deciding to do that. I think, though, I think as a player, if you're doing that, when there's nothing really wrong with you, I believe that you're mentally weak. It's my opinion.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. If I traveled to another state to see a uh, professional football game or a baseball game and if they sat the player. Like, all right, for example, Mark McGuire, when that big home run chase was happening, mm-hmm. I went to see him play against Mets, and he didn't play very disappointing at that time I wanted to see Big Mac and I could That's see what from a, paying your money for I could see everyone else's point of view granted he's not my he wasn't um, I was not in St. Louis at the time I was in New York but the ticket was the Mets versus the Cardinals and mm-hmm. you got to see a visiting player come in and do some work didn't get an opportunity to see that
0: he was injured or they
1: no he, they sat him
0: because he needed to rest I That's guess what
1: whatever the case is
0: I mean is it fair for us though as fans as commentators because we pay we money are? Is it? I mean, is it fair for us to just not understand that they're thinking about their future? Because they are still human beings.
1: No, that, that would mean, that would mean that we're rational people. We're not rational when it comes to these things. I
0: mean, because if I go to work, I can't I can't tell my boss, you know what, today my brain's not working that well.
1: That's true, but our boss can tell us to take the day off, though. That's true. We can't tell them that, bro. So but our boss I mean, So, I said, there's
0: a difference if your boss just tells paid you to take the day and, off. Then, like an athlete, just You're telling you that I'm not coming back, I'm not playing when they're capable of playing.
1: Oh, you mean like Scotty?
0: Yeah, I heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was ridiculous. That's your guy, though.
1: That was my guy. I mean, he wanted to get that last shot attempt. You know, it would have been validated if Kukoc didn't hit that shot. You know, then he looked like the villain. A little jealousy there? There was (laughs) definitely some jealousy there. Definitely jealousy. And it was a financial thing, too. And we, we probably, most of us, have had that conversation. He or she is getting paid more than me. They've been here are the less than me, not as much experience. They haven't done this. X, Y, and Z, he or she is getting more money than me. Why is that? That's just life.
0: Kobe Bryant mentioned that winning was everything. Yeah, Is everything. Yeah. Winning to him is everything. I don't understand why all athletes money. aren't that way. Money. You're getting paid, though.
1: Money. You're getting we're, paid. Well human, though.
0: Why isn't winning everything? If, if your job is a sport, your job is to win in your sport, you shouldn't get a pass.
1: Okay, so let's say this. Let's say this, Kelly. We can have a goal of having the best sports entertainment podcast Mm -hmm. ever. Okay. It can start out like that. Let's say we make some money. We make some more money. Mm -hmm. Then we make more money than we ever thought about. Mm -hmm. Do we still have that same goal and aspiration? It it
0: depends on what the drive is. Do we want to remain number one?
1: But that would have to be all of us collectively. Mm -hmm. That would be something we talk about because it will change. So it's just
0: a mental state.
1: That's why it's it's hard to— So it's fair
0: for me to be like that Derrick Rose does not care about the Chicago Bulls enough.
1: It's a challenge to stay hungry in everything. He you just do. doesn't,
0: but he hasn't won anything to not be hungry. He hasn't won anything to not be hungry. So it's fair he's for made me it. to say. Well, but it's fair for me to say that Derrick Rose does not love the Chicago Bulls enough. Derrick Rose is no key, Mama, made Noah or Mama made it. Mama made it. Made it to what? You made it to the NBA. That's your goal, is to make his it to the family
1: NBA? believes he's a success. He's a success. So
0: that's just what it is. So that's so. So we can say. it. So basically, you agree that maybe his goal is not to win an NBA championship. You can't uh, <laughs> say that.
1: I don't want to bash there. No, I don't want to be unfair to him and say his goal is not that. But is his career a failure I think if he does it? Though? I think
0: basketball is secondary to him, in my opinion. Now, I don't think it was when he first started out, but I think for, I think it's changed into something like that.
1: But this goes back to our first topic: com- being competitive. Now, you can be a competitive to where winning and losing defines who you are, and what you've mm-hmm. done, or you could be to the point where i'm just happy to be here i made it and so i'm, is I'm that glad what you're saying
0: about derrick rose that he just happy because when he came back he was saying that he's the best nba player which is fine i mean i think as an nba player you should say that you're the best or you should want to be the best how dare you say that you're the best when you don't even want to play when you're cleared to play you
1: know what when he said that he made people sit back and think like hmm
0: I mind Derrick Rose being a better player than LeBron James. Yeah, but I mean, how dare you? How dare you say things like that? And you don't even want to go out there and.
1: Play? But maybe at that time he felt like that, and then he what, sat what, back. What did
0: he say that? He said that after he, after the injury.
1: That yeah, when, a, when he was ready to come back that that first come time. Come on, man. Come but on. maybe he sat back. Come on. And he said, "You know what? I'm not the best player, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing pretty damn well."
0: <laughs> I'm sick of these NBA players robbing these teams, man. But
1: we all have to put things in perspective, Kelly. He's not Sometimes. Robbing these teams. When you sit back and you don't get what you want or what you think you deserve, the right thing to do is to sit back and look at what you have accomplished and what you have around you and what you've earned. So
0: he's already there?
1: No, but <laughs> let's say we were looking to get a promotion at work.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and we've
1: did. gotten promotions before in the past, but we didn't get that one. Does that mean that everything we have done up to that point doesn't mean anything?
0: No. Like I said, he he's done a lot, and I really respected him. I used to really respect him as a basketball player. I can't now. Mm-hmm. well I I still respect him I still think he's a good player but I can't respect he doesn't have that same level of, of respect for me that he used to have True. like he was the guy that I remember when they were all dancing at the all-star game he was like I'm here to just play basketball yeah. I'm not going to be up here dancing yeah. I really respected him I'm like Yo, save his just, knees Yeah. <laughs> I just come here to play ball and now like come on I mean it's unfortunate his most recent injury but come on
1: listen if he wins if he say, wins yeah alright let's say this he's he got com- an
0: awesome team I, I,
1: he comes back this year he leads them to a title. Doesn't matter. Lead them? He'll have his own documentary We got about a lot of season. leaders
0: on that team right now.
1: The coach is one of them as well. He has all the support in the world. He wins. This year will be great. It will they be a great story.
0: They should have some type of like, uh, psychology exam on some of these players. Yeah. Oh, they think they do, but. You know.
1: Yeah, well, well, football injuries are different, you know, though. Football injuries and sicknesses are legit. Earl Thomas, oh. was he hurt?
0: Yeah, they were all hurt. They were all hurt.
1: They played. They did play. Now, it's the Super Bowl.
0: Their defense was a little weak, but they did play. See, see, now knowing I was really hard on their defense when I was watching the Super Bowl, but now that I know what those players were going through, I give them nothing but props because that was still a close-ass game yeah. considering what those players were going
1: through. Yeah. T.O., remember T.O.? T.O. came back for the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. He oh, came yeah. back ahead of schedule. Yeah. T.O. is out for the season. T.O. is yep. done for the year.
0: He was in his hyperbaric chamber, he said. that really Hyperbolic chamber, right? <laughs> <Or> something, <laughs> something like, like that.
1: that. <laughs> he.
0: And then we got players like Jake Cutler. Another, another Chicago person. Another Derrick Rose of the NFL.
1: <laughs> but then we find out he had like a separated shoulder, though. No, but he got killed by former players. Though that must be the worst. I, could I mean, only... I
0: guess that's why. You know what? I guess that's why I can't be hard on Peyton Manning. I'm only hard on Peyton Manning from last season because he was on my fantasy team and I thought I had a shot. You, you know, did but other have a than shot.
1: That... <laughs> he was smoking people. But other
0: than that, you know, to him to go out there and still play, knowing that he was injured like that. Shout out to Odell player. Beckham.
1: Anybody had Odell Beckham last year? Oh yeah. You probably had a fancy championship. I So
0: I guess certain players, you know.
1: In our league, it was like that, right? Odell Beckham?
0: I don't know. I stopped stopped following. I'm a sore loser. uh, (laughs) I was jealous. I got you. (laughs) I canceled it. I canceled the subscription. That's what I do. I cancel subscriptions once I can't win.
1: If Cam Chancellor, one of those guys from Seattle, they sit out, that must be really hurt. They they hurt. They
0: love their team. They love the game.
1: They don't want to let down the teammates.
0: I think the love of the game really pushes you to be so much more. You... You can kind of push pain out if you really have a goal for something. If you really have, not all pain, of course, but.
1: Pain and money. I mean, they're still going to get paid, but it impacts future paydays. Just like us, we work. Your coworkers that you work with, if you're out, you you could be working at a job where if you're not there, then everyone else has to overcompensate for your absence. They're like, you know what? They didn't come in for me. I'm not feeling great. Maybe I shouldn't come to work. Let them deal with it. It's a. It's a cycle. A it's a cycle. cycle. But it can also work the other way where because they don't want to let you down, they don't want to let their coworkers down, they come to work and they support you. People appreciate that. Yeah, but people appreciate that.
0: But that's when you care about things besides yourself. That's when you care about your coworkers more than you care about yourself, the goals.
1: Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't somebody Some do Some players
0: not? don't. This just goes back to Derrick Rose to me. He could have came back and helped him in the playoffs, and he didn't.
1: It is his career.
0: It is his career, and maybe I'm unfair to say what he should do.
1: It's why it's tough. But if
0: you're clear, I think you got some of the best doctors in the world. It doesn't matter how long you sit out. If you're gonna get injured, you're gonna get injured. If it's gonna tear, it's gonna tear. It doesn't matter, you know. Easy for us to say. Easy for that's true.
1: I've never had a torn. What was it? A torn Achilles?
0: No, I've had a torn ligament though. Yeah. I still went to sleepaway camp with it though. Look at you. I played through it.
1: You're like a warrior.
0: That's, I am.
1: Kelly went to sleepaway camp. That's right. Even with a it's torn swe- <laughs> ligament,
0: swelled up, but I still played through it. Is that because you wanted to get away me. from home though? Of course. They needed needed me. The camp needed me. Without me, they wouldn't have any personality. There
1: you go. There you go. The torn ligament did not stop her personality. (laughs) Remember the garage? Okay. And the garage door was electronic. It came down. Mm -hmm. I think I tried to slide. (laughs) You remember this? No. I think I tried to slide, and my leg got caught in the garage door.
0: (laughs) I think I do remember this a little bit. We're talking like 22 years.
1: (laughs) I I hesitated, though, because I thought I had it. Maybe because something I was watching on TV, I thought I had it, and it was too late. I I didn't have it. I didn't have it. And my leg got caught in the garage door. It felt like forever. My leg was caught in the door because I'm just waiting for another car to to open it electronically. And
0: so you played through that pain, huh?
1: Oh uh, yeah. I had I think I'm I had a scar for a long time. It went away now. I Had a scar for a long time. It's cut up a little bit because I was trying to twist and turn You're to get a it true out.
0: Champion Lamont.
1: Trying to twist and turn to get it out. You know when they say "Stay down, Craig. Stay down. Stay down." <laughs> i didn't i was i was trying to get out i should have just stay out, craig stay i made out, it craig. i made it worse i made it worse by trying to get out i remember it hurt and we actually went we finished you know doing whatever we were doing as Your kids playing around carlos we miss you yeah too bad just... you had to work maybe you should have um maybe
0: we should pay carlos maybe you should have been sick maybe we should pay carlos to be here so he's here
1: yeah that's right maybe you know, you know we'll he come
0: went, together I'll give him like five bucks an hour.
1: Yeah, maybe we can raise money for him. Yeah. We'll set up the website. A
0: GoFundMe, yes. A GoFundMe so Carlos can come to his podcast. What
1: would we call the website? (laughs) We have to do a website and put his picture up too. and We could do the PayPal, accept donations.
0: That's what we should do.
1: And then he'll be here next time. I'm going to set it up for him. And still get paid. Exactly. Or we can write a letter to his boss.
0: You know what? I'm sick of Carlos being a champion for his company.
1: We can write a letter to his boss. He
0: needs to be more like Derek Rose when it comes to his real job. (laughs) I think that's what he should do.
1: I think we are uh, I think we're good till next time
0: till so next time what
1: we do should. you think we should do now you think we should have lunch I'm are eat. you hungry'm I'm
0: hungry I'm always hungry now I'm hungry
1: that breakfast didn't hold you no. I don't
0: wanna be anything other than what I've been trying to be baby. Oh.